Stephen, you asked me about the tremors and the headaches. Let's just say the good doctor had a curious prognosis. And another thing. Celebrity Tumor presents Delivery So you want to know about the Redacted Courier Company, huh? Sure. Why not? Who am I to deny a dying man his wish? From the beginning, you say? All right. That's last summer. Came up to Prudhoe a few years ago now. Had a chippy down in Denali first off. Stayed down there a season. Work dried up. Did time on Boston Harbor. Learned my chops. Longshoreman pay ain't bad. Honest work. Ain't from Boston, nah. Born raised in Kentucky, East Kentucky, Pike County. It's a moist county. Zebulon country down there. Folks tip their hat to Zebulon. Grew up on Tug Fork, so as I know about boats. But that's not why I went to Boston, then Alaska. Nah, that's another story altogether. That day was my turn to man the lift truck. I'm really a winch man, but this new foreman likes rotation. Most folks around here work the oil field. Rough life. Port ain't big, but it's work. Man can stay out of trouble in Prudhoe. Ain't perfect. You ever try to get gall shit out of blue jeans? Lift truck's an easy enough gig, I reckon. That day, a ship come in from the Beaufort. When they come in that direction, probably they ran the whole of the passage. That's a long run, son. <laughs> Weeks out there with the ice and the dark. We got old things in Kentucky. Not like Alaska, though. Ice up here is real old. Ship dock normal enough. Our fellas run over to help with the berthing and mooring. I remember I couldn't see who threw them big-ass mooring lines off the ship. Remember hearing them hit the dock and our guys working the bollards. Now, one thing I ain't likely to forget is the crew. When all the docking business was done and they disembarked, they come off that ship like that last bit of pancake syrup. It was hard to watch. I gave them a wave as is my way, but they just eyed the air in front of them. I ain't one to get sand in it on account of their demeanor or nothing. Northwest Passage does weird things to these boys. I've seen it. But these fellas were different. Green around the gills and eyelids heavy. Their arms seemed to flap around like taffy. And that smell, a nice, sweet smell trailed behind them. Remind me of a Kentucky State Fair. Nah, they weren't chatty and left real quick too. I went on with my forklift out to the crane. Charlie was on the crane that day, usual work. 
Charlie's a steady hand. Slow lift and lower of the containers from ship to the dock. A thing I recall being kindly off was the second to last box. Now, you gotta understand, it's been a while now. It's fuzzy. But I swear to the good Lord above, that box had steam coming off it. And not your usual steam. This stuff curled off the corner slowly, was thick. Looked like tails or tentacles swaying in undertow. Looked alive. When it came time for me to get that sucker with the lift, I was still entranced. Couldn't stop watching it. And her driving it to the chassis. Big Jim was hanging out that side of the terminal. Won't his time to drive the truck, but he was leaning against it. Shit-eating grin. Told me Charlie got real sick and I'd have to drive that bitch. There's worse things, but I wasn't jazzed. Big Jim talked a lot. Told me he overheard the ship agent and the customs fella arguing about the bill of landing and certificate of origin. Told me they was hollering something fierce. Well, I took off in the chassis truck and left Jim laughing to himself. Got to driving the short haul down to the warehouse. I'd had plenty of coffee that day, but damned if I won't drifting off. After the terminal was well dusty in the rear view, started to feel like I was on them pills the docks back in Kentucky gave me. Real heavy and comfortable. Kept veering off the road. After that drive, I was more than a piddly shaken. Prudhoe's small. Warehouse is pretty empty most days. I got the box inside, but I couldn't get myself out. Had to get a peek. Could feel the heat of the container. Real strong now. Container was pretty old too, you know? Rusty and shit. Saw their logo on it though. Thought you should know that. Felt like the whole warehouse was warm after just a few seconds of standing there. I just stood there like a whore on Sunday. Ain't usual to find yourself sweating in Alaska, but there I was, in church. Slipped my hand up under the lockbox and found a CISA type 28566. That's typical. Charlie always forgets to lock the office in there, so I knew I could find the key. Only took a few minutes till I found the CTO and padlock key. Something caught my eye on the CTO, though. The port of origin was indecipherable, and the description of contents read core samples. I mean, it was like somebody wrote that port name with a big-ass grease pencil, erased it quickly, and wrote something else about 50 times. Ain't nothing particularly interesting about core samples, I reckon, but couldn't imagine what the hell was making that heat. Popped the lock and opened her up. Now, you're gonna think I'm spinning one here, but what was inside was something else. First off, it won't all tore up like on the outside. Real high cotton insulation. Don't know what it were made of, if I'm honest. Real smooth, though. Secondly, that damn fog was in there curling around them. The canisters. I mean, that's what they look like anyway. Some black material as the inside. Little rectangle windows on top says they look like a welder's mask. And all that ozone smell, like a public pool. Before I stepped in there, I went back to the office, rang up the local PD in case there was something toxic, considering the heat and the damn fall. 
No answer. Lucy probably deep in her cuffs again. Passed out, maybe. So I found myself inside the container, shooing away the mist from the top of those canisters, and I put my face real close to them windows and looked in. Probably shouldn't have, looking back. It was real dark inside them. Shiny bits moved real slow around in whorls like tiny nebulas of glitter or something. Little flickering bits swirling around a viscous deep. Something else in there. Something. I don't remember leaving. That night I had a dreadful sleep. All twisted up in my sheets. Dreamed I was falling real slow, like someone done dropped me in syrup. And like I couldn't remember nothing. I mean, like, about myself. Next day I got pulled out of bed by Brian. Brian's local sheriff here in Prudhoe. So they got questions about the warehouse. I said, hell, I called y'all first. They dragged me back down to the warehouse. In the cruiser, my bones hurt, and I saw my thumbnail had gone goofy. When we pull up, I about shit myself looking at the front. Garage door looked like it had been blowed out, like something exploded inside. All the snow around it had melted, and there was, like, a path or something heading away from it. Path was about five feet wide and trailed all the way down to the bay. One last thing, heaps of fish, crabs, and eels lay beached on the bank. Looked cooked right through, too. Smelled that way. Sheriff got called away to that big old fire on Endicott, and we never spoke about it again. Now, you asked me about rejected company's part in all this. I told you about how Big Jim likes to talk. He saw the cleanup crew at the warehouse, said they had right particular logos on their coveralls, said something about two Saturns with one ring around. That's what made me call you. Let me assure you this is all very necessary to fully explain that messy business at the observatory. You see, Mark, I've dug around. They've got it under their nails deep pockets. The logistics operation is mascara, but the, that institute is the real face. Ill-fitting purse strings to deep sea drilling and apparently the media. Yeah, you ought to know about that. Institute file number 673. New disease arena. Alexithymia is a personality impairment characterized by the subclinical inability to interpret emotions experienced by oneself. The number you have dialed cannot be reached. Please try again later. Stephen, as promised, I went up to Vancouver. To the Burnaby site. It's exactly as you described it. Man, I've never seen an entire structure that seemed melted. My God, Stephen, they're still cleaning it up. How long has it been since the incident?
Delivery is a podcast distributed by Celebrity Tumor and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution non-commercial share alike international license. For information pertaining to the episodes, cast list and attributions, please visit deliverypodcast.com.